sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the queen of team. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Good morning. This is Erica Salda, the queen of team. You've landed on AM 1290, 9 a.m. It's getting a little cooler. I will say that last couple of weeks, you could see we're getting oh. into the definitely the holidays, getting a little rain, a little mist. Yes. Uh, one, one day it rained. I didn't know it was going to rain. Wasn't prepared. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But uh, I want to start off today. We've got a full house. Uh, thank you all for joining us today. I'm going to let you introduce yourselves when we go around the room. And let's do a little gratitude this morning. We've uh, been so busy with the kids giving the sports recaps and stuff. And I don't want to lose sight of being grateful because this, this city is really what it's about as far as gratitude and giving. So um, I, I bumped in when I came back uh, one day. Uh, my, I have a, a, a little T-bird. Um, name is Martha. Okay. <laughs> um, that I have. Anyway, the tire was flat when I, we, we got back from um, a two day little uh, getaway. And I'm like, oh, wow. So I said, so the first person I went to have got a AAA thank you, want to thank you. Uh, got that fixed. And then it's funny because I always tell everybody, you know, you know, check what it, what Mark wants, check twice or whatever. But, you know, the first person I went to basically made me feel that I needed all new tires. You know, cause I don't drive the car that much. The car doesn't have that many miles on it. I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, I have that repaired in my brain, you know, and Dominique doesn't want much for Christmas. So that's okay. Um, <laughs> then I went over to my, my boys over at Ian tires and that's my, my gratitude to Louie. So Ian, Ian, Ian tires is on Hollister. Yeah. And by Muda. Exactly. And I've been there, you know, going there for over 20 plus years and uh, Louie and Daniel hooked me up and they looked at the tire after uh, they put it in water and they said, you know, you got these little valves on it. So here's a heads up because of the weather change, because the weather has significantly changed. You have caps on your, what do you call <sighs> those? Tires? Yeah, but the, what do you call it? Stubs. Mm-hmm. If you got caps on the stub, just make sure, go tight. around and uh, make sure they're really tight because the, the tire bleeds. Air. Okay, air. So, you know, anyway, so he hooked me all up. I went back an hour later, no charge. So, Louie and Daniel, Ian's tires, you're getting in to get my gratitude for the week this week. Thank you. Merry Christmas. You know, and there's one other element just to let people know with the cool weather, what you just described, but also the air in the tire compresses it it reduces in size okay right. the the gas the the air that's in the inside the tire right uh because it's not as hot it it contracts and that right. also causes the tire to look to look low it is you need to air it up yeah. uh it's not going to hurt so it when it does here, every, so anyway, the word of the stuff. week is check your tires yes. this week because we've had a huge shift in yes. weather yes we got a lot of maybe more traveling than you used to freeway mm-hmm. driving mm-hmm. whatnot so check the air go around make sure all the tires are where they're supposed to be in pounds and you're good to go let's drive safely out there mm-hmm. next dominique what are you thankful for uh i have a gratitude to send out it's gonna sound strange i have a gratitude to send out to zoom <laughs> I really, really appreciate all the different computer applications, and in particular, I use Zoom a lot, that allow us to see people who are far away from us. Mm. And I am so grateful to the innovators, um, anyone who is innovating to help with us being able to stay socially connected during a time when, you know, people just aren't traveling as much and aren't seeing each other as much. And uh, just a heartfelt 
connection to all the students that are studying computer science and are going to jump in there and continue the innovation. Nice. Christine Marie. So nice. Um, yes, I'm feeling outrageously grateful today. Um, for one, one thing, um, her name is Ellen, and she's the person who checks you in at the um, public health department trailer for getting um, COVID tests. And she's so lovely and so friendly and so kind. And I've been going like three times a week <laughs> because I'm, um, I'm part of a show and I want to make sure that I'm healthy and I'm not spreading anything around. And um, I'm part of the Santa Barbara Rebels. So, but, but I wanted to thank Ellen for just always being so kind and so friendly and so respectful. And all the nurses that, that come in and out of there, Alejandra and Maria, I, they're just all so lovely when they're doing these tests of like, putting swabs at my nose. <laughs> and it's very gentle these days. It's not so bad. So I'm really grateful for that. And also really, um, I want you all, I'm really, really grateful for my Santa Barbara Rebels um, music and dancing and art and culture. Please, please, please come this weekend, the 18th and 19th. Um, if you can, it's going to be a great show. It's the California, old California. And I'm so grateful for everybody who's part of the show this year. It is a wonderful, the feeling that we have with each other is so amazing and kind and full of joy and love. It's just a great opportunity. So I'm just feeling just super grateful all around. Where are you nice. performing? Oh, at the Libero. We'll be at the Libero on the 18th and the 19th. So much fun. I get to wear a twirly skirt like you would not believe. I am grateful for twirly skirts. <laughs> Don Sanders. I'm grateful for the kind of people that support your family or your, you know, your, your system, you know, your living system, you know, like this is a great community here on team sports radio. And as we've talked about before, Ojai is not very far away from uh, Santa Barbara as the crow flies. We're all in the same region basically. And, uh, We've got we we've got some folks here. One you know a team of people that help us with our our finances, and another one the, an, an outstanding guy who um, helps my wife with property management uh, repairs. You know that she has to do, and he's recently just done some amazing work on our property. And uh, these kind of things that you know unexpected expenses that could keep you up and 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 worrying worrying at night. It's very nice when somebody is is uh, out out front trying to uh, fill the potholes and smooth out the road a little bit. Very much grateful for those kind of people in life who who uh, you know manage risks for us. Beautiful. Thank you, Don. Doctor Amy Saltzman, how you doing? I'm good. I've got three. I'll be quick. That's so fine. the first one is to Dominique and the Braille Institute for helping my mom. Um, she's had five conversations with different people at the Braille Institute, and she's been overjoyed with the support that she's received. The second one is Dr. D oh. for having me on his Tell Me Your Story podcast. That was fun. And because I know Anthony's next, the third one is for the food bank. And particularly, I'm signed up to do the Mandarin Glean um, a couple times in the next few months. And it's a fun way to volunteer and uh, support, you know, people in the community having good, healthy food. So now it must be Anthony's turn. That's it. Go, Anthony. Go, baby. And I want to give a big shout out to La Guerrita Restaurant. That has been amazing. You guys should go check them out. They're at 5698 Hollister Avenue. 
tell them that we sent you and they'll give you guys a discount but let me tell you they've been a blessing they've been they make my food and they make my uh, ositos food they give us a little pollito for osito and they never forget about my little my my little four-legged friends so it's really nice to be able to feel comfortable going in there and, and asking for some food and they already know what i want but their food is amazing they're a couple and i just want to say thank you so much to them um but again i think you guys should check out that place uh 56 98 hollister avenue it's good food and it's family and it's it's amazing so say the name of the restaurant again say the name of the restaurant again it's La Guerrita Restaurant, and they're located at 5698 Hollister Avenue, which is right across the street from the Goleta Valley Community Center. And um, yeah. they have, it's very reasonably priced. Um, they're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And um, let me tell you, their tacos, they're, they're, they make their homemade tortillas. I love it. It's so good. Oh. And um, they're just a great couple. And I really wanted to say thank you for, for helping me out, um, you know, at sometimes. And it's, it's really nice to know that there's a lot of good people still here in, in, in our in our area. And there's nothing Beautiful. like homemade t- tortillas. I got to tell you. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, they yeah. are so good. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. it's really, really good. So, I mean, go check it out. Tommy, you heard it on the radio. Um, Tommy, Anthony sent you, and they'll, they'll definitely take care of you guys. Um, they're great people. They're a great couple. It's a husband and wife team. And, um, you know, it's, they don't uh, have Andy, to do what they I do. Got, I got one better. We're going to go with you. Well, uh, one, uh, I am grateful for the air I breathe. It gives me life. Um, I'm also grateful for all of the people who are in my life, my uh, support system, as it were, my network uh, of wonderful folks, including, of course, you and Dominique and uh, uh, Dr. Amy. Uh, grateful for her having having her on the program to talk about the work that she's doing and helping us to better understand um even though we've talked about it over the years, mindfulness and uh, what that's all about. And it's so important to uh, to spend some time by oneself listening to that still small voice and maybe not even listening, just being quiet, just being still. And, and I am... You know, as even though I've been doing the show for 14 years, I've been a metaphysician for 40 plus. I'm I'm still learning how to incorporate all of that into my life. Some days it's easier than others. And I try to uh, give myself a credit uh, or at least be kind to myself. Let me put it that way. When I, I don't feel like I'm doing that. And then I remember the words of Teresa of Avila, who said that God is among the pots and the pans. He's, mm-hmm. So God is wherever I am, so I can commune or, again, just be still and listen uh, anywhere. And I don't have to be some special place other than where I am. So I'm I'm grateful to, for that awareness that she has brought. And uh, as I said, to the, the support staff, uh, staff. <laughs> support team that i have uh that that have been uh, been there uh, probably as long as i've lived here in santa barbara so i uh, thank you all well we love you d you know you're good people right there t sports radio since 2010 has been a community show it was designed to help 
and serve and connect and watch out for our kids because yeah. the kids are our future. So let's take a little break. We've got a big show today. This is Eric Sala, the Queen of Teen. We'll be back with more after these messages. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hey, everybody. This is Anthony Rodriguez from the Food Bank of Santa Barbara County. Uh, hoping to ask you for some help in regards of some turkeys, hams, uh, chickens, um, any type of food that you would be willing to donate to be able to help our families in need uh, this holiday season. Again, you really need some uh, food. Like I said, anything helps. Little, small, doesn't matter. Um, it could be a donation of food. It could be your time. Uh, thank you, Dr. Amy, for uh, being part of that at Glean. I know you guys did an amazing job. Uh, got a lot of oranges and stuff like that, or mandarins. But um, I do want to say that, you know, without your guys' help, we wouldn't be able to do the, what we do by distributing the food. Uh, we are going to have another uh, distribution, a special distribution um, for our community uh, within the next couple of weeks before the holiday. And so we really want to go ahead and fill as much as we can in regards of food to be able to give it out to our community. Again, thank you so much for all your guys' help. And please, if you have some time, donate your time. Help us out on some gleans. Help us out distributing some food. Because there's definitely a lot of people in need right now. And um, other than that, that's pretty much it. Just stay safe. Make sure that, you know, thank you for bringing up the tires. Make sure you check your uh, windshield wipers. Uh, make sure that they're in good condition. If not, get those uh, switched out. And take your time. Leave early. Don't rush. Don't stress. Just take your time when you're traveling and driving. And, again, don't, you might want to post that you're out of town. Um, on any social media, just because, you know, there's a lot of people looking out for that. And if people know where you live, you don't want things to be uh, taken. So keep an eye on that and don't overload your um, Christmas tree with a lot of lights. Uh, make sure you keep it at a, you know, at a minimum and make sure you use the right extension cords. And again, stay safe. Thank you again from the Food Bank of Santa Barbara County. Yeah, thank you. Well done, Anthony. Thank you so much. Fantastic. Hey, what we're going to do? Hey, Dee's, I don't see him. Okay, so what we'll do. Hi. <laughs> I was going to take a real short one so we'll have the rest of them along. So let's take another little break. This is Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. We'll be back with Huga after these messages. We are back, and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host. Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hello, welcome back to Teen Sports Radio. I'm Dominique Hackett, and I help work with Santa Barbara Wellness Center and uh, SB Braille Institute and Philosophical Books for the Blind. So um, I have some suggestions for teens for increasing HUGA um, during this time period, and especially over the holidays. 
So huga is all those things in our life that help bring us comfort and make us feel cozy, warm, loved, and all those wellness feelings that, that make us feel really good. So my first suggestion is when you're studying, um, consider where you're studying. If you've just been sitting at a desk and staring at a computer, if you've got a laptop, try moving your space of where you're studying mm-hmm. and go sit on uh, make it make it cozy make your couch cozy with like fluffy pillows and fluffy blankets and stuff like that the tactile sensation that you have of the things that are around you that make you feel comfortable and warm and snuggly will make you feel happier while you're doing your studies and your schoolwork and your homework so i highly recommend teens reconsider where your study space is and uh, also consider what you're smelling it's really fun around this christmas season to go out in nature and go grab some pine cones or um have apples around or cinnamon around things that make you smell and enjoy the winter season will also increase the comfort of your body and when you're more comfortable you're you have a better chance of being in your neocortex which is where we are to make connections and to be able to remember the things that you're studying and be able to write easier papers solve math problems so forth you want to make yourself feel really comfortable and less stressed out so that's my my first recommendations for teens my second recommendation is if you are getting together with your friends to like do some sort of a holiday party or something like that consider instead of getting dressed up in fancy clothes and fancy shoes and stuff like that get dressed up in warm snuggly put on a, a nice warm hat and a warm scarf and a and a warm fully jacket and maybe you have uggs or something and be warm and comfortable instead of going for the complex um you know special sparkly outfit we're buying those expensive shoes that you can't wear because they hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta put on Uggs, baby. Uggs. Go for the warm snuggly and then have it have a more fun time with your friends when you get together with them. Um, then the next thing to do is in your house, instead of going to Target to go get Christmas uh, ornaments and stuff like that, no, no offense to Target, but try going for a walk in nature mm-hmm. and pick up some beautiful old leaves that you find or some pine cones or some beautiful sticks or maybe you know take uh clippers with you and actually bring in some pine needles and things find little things in nature that you can bring inside and that will help also raise your spirits improve the smells around the house increase your vibration and you've been out in nature so that's a wonderful way to decorate for this season holidays um, then the other thing to do is remember, this is a wonderful time for baking and you can bake things that are keto friendly and very healthy. So the, the smells of the gingerbread and almond bread and oatmeal, and maybe you put um, some special juice on the stove and add some cinnamon and nutmeg and spices. And they call that mulling um, and have that worm and drinking that. That is a wonderful way to make you feel good and make you feel less stressed while you're studying for finals and and getting ready for your winter break. Yeah. Uh, Just be that person when in the room, you shine the light. Don't be a licey slooker. Yeah. So (laughs) there is a Danish word 
for the person who is uh, basically a spoiled sport or a downer. Yeah. And it's a very funny looking word. It's L-Y-S-E-S-L-U-K-K-E-R. Spicy slooker. And it literally <laughs> means someone who blows out the candles. And that, what that means is someone who, you know, you create this wonderful environment and then they say something that like pulls the energy down or, or mm. makes people sad in some way. They've blown out the fire in the fireplace. Scrooge. You don't want no Scrooges. <laughs> Stay away from the Scrooges. No Scrooges allowed. That's what's on our front door. <laughs> Happy. So we, we want to stay in our authentic space about honoring our feelings, but we can do that in a way that even if maybe we lost a family member during the holidays and the holidays make us sad, it's perfectly fine to say, wow, my heart is filled with love for the person that I'm missing. And at the same time, I'm recognizing the joy of the season yeah. because the special thing about the holiday winter season is we're planting seeds right now. And it's the it's the quiet, dark time when seeds are planted and then they blossom in the spring. And so when you stay in harmony with nature and find ways to incorporate nature while you're doing your studies, while you're mm -hmm. exercising for your sports and so forth, be aware of the nature around you and you'll actually help make your beingness feel more grounded and you'll feel whole and you'll feel healthier and loved. I suggest all teen athletes out there to go find a, a clipping of their favorite fruit because over the next 60 days is when you'd want to plant it. And we just got uh, two dragon. Was it dragon? Yeah, we, we had some dragon fruit for the first time. It was very delicious. Mm -hmm. You When it's ripe, you cut it open and it actually looks like a kiwi inside, but it was even sweeter than a kiwi. I was, we were amazed. So we purchased two plants and amazingly, it's a cactus. So we have it wintering inside because you have to keep it a little bit warm. And then when it's the right time, we're going to plant it outside. But yeah, to notice the fruits that you enjoy. And now is the time that you'll, you know, purchase a bare root tree and plant it somewhere. Mm -hmm. It takes about three to five years to get that. But the things that you plant now, it's amazing how fast time passes, And then you'll have this beautiful abundance of delicious fruit yeah i planted it uh at my mom's uh place when we moved from california um and it was a palm and little didn't know it was a queen palm but you know 20 years and That's every time beautiful. i went back and i and I, it was a, it was a it was a monument to me going up this big hill and i could see this queen palm and i planted that so and it's never going away and it'll outlast me because that this baby's got roots unless somebody wants to buy it. I'm sure you can yeah, buy it. You had it, but if it's never planted cool. a tree. Yeah, definitely. Take, put that on your list for this winter season and take find it, a way. Take a spot at your parents' house and <laughs> plant a cactus, a tree, uh, avocado and your favorite. And it was something when you get older and you get our age, I hit 60 this year. You go back because honestly, I can I close my eyes if I my parents are gone now. But if I drive up that hill, I know that um, that palm tree is there and I, it'll just give me memories of planting it because nobody helped me. <laughs> I do it by myself. I had to dig a big hole. <laughs> you know what I mean? I did. I think I used a, uh, what do you call it? Um, a shovel? No, it wasn't a shovel. It was uh, a spade. No, it was a, what was it? Spade. Spade? <laughs> yeah. That was a lot of work. I'm like, where's the shovel? So it started with a spoon. I moved up to a spade. But so I'll remember the whole journey there. So maybe our co host could add other things that they're doing to increase Huga in their life. Or just add. But Dr. Yeah. Amy, you have one to go first. Oh, Christine Marie had was ready to rock. 
<laughs> I go. I just wanted to say I bought for myself um, just last night a rosemary Christmas tree from Trader Joe's. It was only ten dollars, and it was and it's a potted plant, and it smells so good. I put it in my office, and I look forward to cooking with it when I'm ready, and then also planting it outside my window. So that that really, you know, this was a nice time to think about that. Nice. And I was gonna say that it's true for. Uh, planting seeds for trees, but it's also true for planting seeds for projects like writing a song or writing a book or, you know, developing your own website. And so, yeah, plant some seeds. Definitely. Something that you can look back on and it goes, it's in you so that you're the only one stopping you from doing it. Yeah. So just get, find that motivation and find that light and just go for it. Don. Yeah, I have more patience and uh, from patience comes the uh, ability to follow a process and get to a goal. And what you guys are saying, it's I, I'm amazed all the time when you started something and then you put it aside, you go, I don't see how that's going anywhere. And then years later, you you're at a new place and you've had a breakthrough like, you know, the dark. It's always dark, darkest before the dawn. And you push through that and then you see a breakthrough and you're like, Hey, that thing years ago, set this up. And I didn't know it at the time. I thought it, it had gone to a dead end. I I'm sure everybody here has probably experienced that, but it's wonderful when you connect the dots and you say, Hey, that thing I did before. And I didn't even, I didn't even in the end realize why I was doing it. Now it's, 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 it's the same theme of planting seeds. You didn't know you'd planted a seed and all of a sudden you're seeing it come to fruition. You're like, Oh, Everything has been moving in a way that I don't even always see the big picture for. Yay. Yay. Definitely. Nice. Nice reflections, folks. Let's take a little, little breaks. Eric Salter, we've got all new layout of commercials supporting our nonprofits and our business that support our kids for the last 12 years. Enjoy. Stay tuned for more after these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Welcome back to Teen Sports Radio. This is Christine Marie with A View from the Deck. Um, and I'm picking a card for Dr. Amy. Dr. Amy, tell me when you want me to stop shuffling. Now. Okay. And do you want me to pick from the top, the bottom, or the middle? Middle. Okay. This one or this one? Uh, the second one. This one? Yeah. Okay. Ooh, the Ace of Wands. Force. <laughs> this is a new beginning. Like we said, like we were just talking about planting seeds. Hey, you know, there's a really beautiful song called um, 
Give Yourself to Love by uh, Kate Wolf. Um, love was born in fire. It's planted like a seed. Love can't give you everything. It gives you what you need. Um, and this is, um, and aces always connote new journeys and um, wands are fire and spirit. So this is a beautiful time to light. Um, I, when I was a Waldorf teacher, we would do the Advent spiral at, during this time. And you would light a candle and take it all the way into, or you would take a an apple with a candle all the way and walking to the middle of a spiral, light that candle and then, and then come out and put the apple somewhere along the spiral. It's the most beautiful, beautiful ceremony about what our intentions are and holding a light for this new year. So what? Wow. Dr. Amy. Wow. <laughs> 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 awesome. And also um, uh, the journey that I've been um, taking is the 15 commitments of conscious leadership with y'all. Um, for everybody, for our teen leaders, for our adult leaders, for everybody leaders, um, commitment number five is eliminating gossip. And there's, you know, like I'm sure if you're if you've been following along, there's this big line where we say, OK, I'm above the line or am I below the line? And the fact of the matter is we all catch ourselves below the line sometimes. And the whole point is to bring ourselves back above the line when we find ourselves below the line. And I like what they say here that I commit to ending gossip, talking directly to people with whom I have a concern and encouraging others to talk directly to people with whom they have an issue or concern that is above the line. That's where we're. You you know, you don't say anything. I try my best not to say anything about somebody that I wouldn't say to that person, even in the same way. Right. I mean, I might say, oh, I don't like this. That's the other. But I would never say that to that person. I would say, wow, I'm uncomfortable with this kind of thing. So I try to watch that watching my language. Um, what is it? Don Miguel Ruiz in the, um, the four agreements, he speaks about being impeccable with one's word. So what are the words that are coming out of our mouth? And are we really in integrity um, with those words? And the below the line says, I commit to saying things about people that I would not or will not say to them. I commit to talking about people in ways I wouldn't if they were in the room. I commit to listening to others when they gossip. I think it's so important for us to say, in fact, I had someone ask me once, I don't know, I said something. I said, oh, wait, that's not my story to tell. That's their story to tell. Perhaps if you ask them, they'll tell you. And I may have, you know, I, I, I maybe I shouldn't even have said that. And I apologize. I'll have to let them know that I mentioned this so that, so that you know, so I try to really stay in integrity with how I speak. And also, if I do make a mistake, and I do, to write that mistake and let the person know who I spoke about, and then also let the person know who I spoke to, to follow that up themselves if they're interested. Really nice. And at the break, I said I might have some questions about gossip. And I think in a certain way, you covered them. What's interesting to me is I'm looking at what's the distinction between gossip and calling someone out who needs to be called out who will not have a direct conversation with you. And so the thing that you said that was the most helpful to me is um, saying only what I would say to the person directly. Mm -hmm. But if the person isn't making themselves available for that direct conversation, then I can feel that I'm in integrity because if they were available, it's the same thing I would have said to them. But if I want to particularly warn someone about someone else, um, that feels to me different than gossip. You know, like gossip has to me like 
some embellishment or untruth or some kind of quality like that. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, I agree. And I also, it makes me think about how, what our experience is with a specific person, like to warn somebody about somebody else in a way, it depends on how we're going to say that. How would you say that in front of that person? Like, wow, I've been very, I've had some difficult, or I've had a difficult time with this person or, you know, some, and, you know, I try not to answer questions that haven't been asked that someone doesn't ask me. Someone asks me about something, I'll give my perspective. Um, But yeah, it can be. And I think there are also, there are also times when I need to work out something verbally with somebody who I know who will keep me in integrity. I talk to things to about things with people who keep me in integrity as well. Like, look, and I can, do that myself like when people want to go down that trail where they want to start trash talking i'll say i i can't go that i can't go there with you and if someone and if someone is you know encouraging me to go there i'll say hey can we go somewhere else with this that's a really good friend who will say to you wow i hear you're really uncomfortable what about this perspective what about that perspective how 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 can we look at this from a a, 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 from a higher perspective or a different way where nobody's a victim nobody's a villain no one needs it. This is so beautiful. I just want to add sometimes you fall into gossip. You didn't mean to, yeah. but you begin talking about a situation and then someone's name comes up and then you realize, wait a second, we're talking about someone who's not present in the room. And so what I'll do is I'll just acknowledge that. I'll say to the people that I'm with, I try not to talk about people who aren't present in the room. And then my next words are either to hold space for what it is, is the issue or to suggest looking at that person in a positive light and try to bring a closure to that conversation so that it doesn't keep unraveling and end up just being a gossip conversation. Right. So, Christine, can I ask you one more question? Yeah. Um, a couple months ago, Sierra, I think was talking about, um, abuse. Mm-hmm. And so I'm curious, uh, your thing about no victim and no villain, like how does that apply in situations of abuse? I would say keeping it in a place where if, if there's, if there has been, um, an abuse, um, where, where we become aware of it. It was like, wow, I was hurt by that. And it stops now here with me. And I, and I don't, I didn't like that. I'm not going to do that. This is my, this is what happened to me, but versus going like, this is what happened to me. And then more and more and more and more. And, more, and then you go in there kind of wallowing in this place. Yes. There's a, there are places to work that out. There is certain times and perspectives to really, sometimes the only way out of it is all the way through it to go deep, to feel all the feelings, to get to the place. But eventually you come to a place like if there has been a victimhood, if there has been a perpetration that has happened in my experience, it's been I, when I can get to the other side and find out, I almost want to say like um, what, what I had to learn from the situation for myself to speak up for myself. What if I wasn't speaking up for myself? What if I wasn't owning well, I'll take my own perspective. I wasn't owning a new jo- a job that I was taking. I was in a vulnerable place. And I wasn't like, this is mine. Everybody back off. This is my job. I'm the manager here. So the other person who'd been in my job was bullying me. Right. And I was feeling bullied and I was, oh, oh. And I did say things about that person that wasn't very nice. But the fact of the matter is 
I wasn't owning my space. And so I learned to come into another place where I'm like, this is my, and to offer her compassion because she was just scared and, and, and in her own space too. And feeling, you know, like she needed to feel powerful. Um, but not at my expense, right? So what, and so that well, was what I learned. Yeah. So what we're suggesting to teens is it's the way that you use your words mm-hmm. that uh, creates a conversation that is a healing conversation rather than perpetuating a sensation of victimhood. So we are all victims of various forms of abuse. We, it, I, there, there's rare to find a human that has not experienced some sort of abuse. So, so we're sharing that experience, but we can elevate the conversation by taking, by using our voice and taking an active role in crafting that uh, conversation where things that need to be said get said, but we're not, we're not doing a downer on, on each other in a way that gossip does. And tool, these tools can be taught to kids and they have so much more to overcome today with all the issues that they're facing. Social and the, media. And the bullying is bad and there's what, fights and it's bad. They had a really bad fight at San Marcos High School. They've had fights at, at uh, Dos- every school has been affected by it. So I really encourage teachers. It has to come from the top. And actually even take five, 10 minutes. But no gossip is a great place to Calm down and teach the tools and teach um, sharing in full transparency. And do not be afraid because it's the fear that you get engulfed by. And that's just kind of starts the whole thing. Yeah. And I wanted to almost bring in to bring an example to say, you know, if you think if you think about the Me Too movement or the um, the Time's Up movement, there was a lot of gossip. Everybody knew the horrible things that horrible people were doing all around the signs, but the power structure enabled it and it just kept going. But there was tons of gossip around until someone actually said enough no, stop. And then started coming together and saying, no, we're not going to take this anymore. That shifted from gossip into empowerment. Right. Okay. Very, very nice distinction. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because it causes division. Yeah. And then, then all of a sudden. Gossip causes division, whereas a properly held conversation increases healing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, your mom brought up your mom brought up something a few weeks back and she goes, the thing that we're missing that her generation had, and your mom's going to be 80, um, is town hall meetings where everybody got to go to a space place in a space and vent out and you leave it there. It's a venting hall and you get to share it and they, you don't get attached. You just, you know, yeah, we have a city council and you have meetings and you get your two minutes, but it's not the same thing. It's not the same forum. And I really, we had guidance counselors, and I know they have guidance counselors now, but every lunch, if you wanted to go to a right. group meeting, we, we had that when I was growing up in high school. And you didn't have to go. You could bring your lunch and you could go into a group setting and you could just talk. And then we had a teacher there and, and he led the different for what he was seeing, what was going on in the school and all this other kind of stuff. And I don't know if they, I'm sure they do. Yes, yes. But I mean, they need more of it. Well, and when I, when I think about the, um, the Me Too movement, the Time's Up movement. I think the seed was planted for that back in when I was in college, actually graduating college with um, the Vagina Monologues and Eve Enslin talking. And she was the first person to start really talking about the things that were happening. I remember in college, when I was in college and going into the dorms, over 50% of the women in my hall had had been abused in some way. 
I had no clue that was the case. And then a few years later, people just really started to talk about it. And, and now, and then we finally got to the place, how long did it take? 20 years, 25 years for people to finally get to the enough of, you know, enough of a place where they could say, okay, we're done now. This is, and I, I don't want to leave our, our gentlemen, our, our teens, our male teens out there. There is so much that's ha happening where people are finding their voice and being yeah. able to say, Hey, you're creating a space where I don't feel comfortable to grow. I don't feel supported that right. we really need to have our voice for that. Don, can you share some of the things you've uh, experienced in some of your men groups? Yeah, because uh, the last time the men got together, they wanted to have a ritual talking about fathers. And so they they put together a little altar. Everybody brought pictures of their father's name. Then when it got down to the group actually sharing, it turns out guys that you would think are very successful or well-adjusted or whatever, when everybody, you know, we, 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 uh, in that context, we invoke sometimes um, I want to bring in uh, you know, the, the traumatized child, or I want to bring in the shadow or whatever and, and make it safe to be vulnerable. And so a lot of things come out, you know, uh, whether it was physical abuse or, or verbal, uh, emotional, uh, uh, unavailability when somebody was un a parent was unemotionally you know not emotionally available many of those things and it's it's so you know you have to get to a place where you can you can have that vulnerability with one another to talk about those things and give them some air they may have dictated and governed a lot of what you've done in your life and looking from the outside you might never dream that somebody had had that problem but it's very important i think that everybody especially with men because i think men a lot of times um, don't don't readily share these things in, a, in as constructive a way as women at the risk of a generalization. I think women are better at this. And, and that may just simply be uh, for teens. Um, for the most part, a female brain is being guided by estrogen and there may be more connections in the neocortex. So there may be a greater availability to languaging. But what we want to do is share for all human beings the ability to have a voice. Nice. Hey, Dee, do we have another section? Yay, let's take a break. This is Erica Salda. A lot more. Don't go away. Fill up your coffee. Be back with more after these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hi, this is Dr. Amy Saltzman at stillquietplace.com. Happy to be on Teen Sports Radio. And I wanted to share a story that popped up in my Facebook feed. I'm going to shorten it for you. But um, 
it's people on a bus and it's cold and it's dark and everybody's crabby and they've had a long day and people are kind of starting to get snippy with each other because they're caught in traffic and the bus driver comes on the overhead system and says, Hey folks, can't do anything about the traffic or the cold or, you know, whatever you're carrying today. But what I can offer you is when you get off the bus, I'm going to put out my hand and you can put all your troubles into my hand. And um, I don't want you taking this home to your families. And then I happen to drive by the Hudson River on the way, taking the bus back to the garage. And I'll just drop all your troubles in the river. And the whole mood on the bus lightened. And then when everybody got off, they did actually, he did put out his hand physically. And people put the very first person who got off, put their troubles in and then everybody after. And so I just want to say that um, if you have troubles, you can find a place to put them. And if you're feeling, you know, really well resourced and resilient right now, maybe you could offer that generosity to someone else. Oh, dang. So I love that. That, was, that was bomb. <laughs> that was fire. <laughs> I like it. Look, you lost Christine Marie. She's crying. Oh, my God. Holy tears. Holy, Holy water. <laughs> hey, let's, let's, uh, we, got, space. we got to do that. Dr. D, we done? No, you got about 30 seconds to give us a closing comment. I'm, I'm speechless. I'm speechless. So that's a first. Find <laughs> someone to hold and to help you hold troubles and let them go, or be the receptacle to hold it and then drop it off in nature on your nature walk. That's it. Well, we're going to the beach right now. Yep, yep. That's it. We've got stuff <laughs> on the way. I'm going to stick it out my hand. So if you see me, Drop it in my hair and I'll throw it in the ocean. Uh, Santa Barbara, we love you. God bless. Hug it out this week. See you next week. Oh, 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 oh,